Time now for Terry Bradshaw's podcast, along with Buddy Martin. We want to thank our sponsors today. If we had one, if we had them, we'd probably have BC Headache Powder, uh, maybe Martha White Flower, uh, Geritol. I don't know, Terry. Who else would be good for our podcast? Cholesterol. <laughs> Cholesterol medicine. <laughs> That'd be a Crestor. Crestor. Um, right now, I got a house full of babies. I need uh, some diapers, uh-huh. Huggies, Huggies, Gerber baby food. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, Terry. Out. Merry Christmas yeah. early to you, by the way, and uh, to all of our listeners out there. Now up, approaching 168, which is fabulous. It's taking us, well, let's see, was this four years? So that's about 40 years. So we're just racking the listeners up and now with our new podcast terry we'll be able to delve into the subjects that uh people want to know about terry and people want to know about uh, the game of football and all that sort of stuff where do you want to start you want to start with football or terry well i think everybody not that that it's a secret but i don't think there's much people don't know about me i mean heck the way we have the internet service now punch on and although i did find out uh yesterday that my wife is worth 15 million dollars ah ah now so that, that, that was uh, yeah that was uh that was uh like the best best news i've heard in such a long time uh, you could retire such now. a long time ah yeah well she's denying it uh but i i seriously I seriously think she's loaded. I think she's got a lot of money. Well, she's got a lot of sources. Are you in the kitchen or are you operating the uh, microwave and doing the dishes or what are you doing? How did you know that? Yeah, no, I'm I'm drinking. I'm I'm on a, I've been, I've been gone for almost three weeks. I know you have. And uh, I haven't been home at all. And I, and uh, and you can't set the microwave. You don't, you don't know how to do the microwave. I'm actually impressed that you, picked up on that but <laughs> but but as far as knowing me i don't i don't think i'm that um interesting enough to anybody i doubt very seriously if anybody spends their time time trying to figure out who i am um it's uh we wrote a book uh, or two of our book looking deep mm-hmm. looking deep Is that yeah. it yeah, we look real looking deep. deep and mm-hmm. and uh had a book called No Easy Game. Yes, you did. Took me back a while. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm on that television show, and mm-hmm. I do a lot of guest Movies shots and... and spots. I do this radio show. Mm-hmm. I pretty much. No, no nobody think. wants to know about you. You just do three books, TV show. I uh, got a new movie coming out. Uh, you no, no, I'm not, nobody I'm really not, wants hey, to know about you. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> hey, I'm not. You're that click that means it's done. I'm not. Uh, you need some microwave, well, say, microwave hey, you know, lessons or fact, something. Hey, as what's... a matter of fact, that wasn't even a good question. I mean, uh, okay. I, that makes me appear well, that might, yeah. kind, of, kind of vain, right? Well, that's kind of what we wanted to do on the show. Well, here, let me tell you about myself. Yeah, <laughs> Let's I talk about me. I don't but enough I... about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I, don't think, uh, I don't think it's uh, newsworthy at all. Well, let's talk about some news. I want to talk about some news. I have some questions from people who asked me to ask you if you're prepared at some point yeah, to answer yeah. those there questions. Because I don't, you might not like some of them. I don't know. So, um, uh, well, let's yeah, have but, it. Well, you want it? You want one? All right. So, 
A lot of questions about Ben Roethlisberger, which we'll also do on our show. But, you know, uh, you've had your time with Ben. Uh, You've been awfully nice to Ben lately, not to make a play on words. And last time. I've always been nice to Ben. Well, you've been nicer lately. You've been nicer lately, I think. Don't you think? I've always been nice. I've never been. I've never been. not nice. Yeah. When it comes to playing football, how could you say anything bad about Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, I well, I think he is a an unbelievable talent, and I made that very clear. Uh, the only reason you bring this up is uh, Colin Coward. There you go. Has two yeah, weeks two weeks in a row mm-hmm. went back, and uh, why he did it, I don't know. So this past Sunday, I pulled him aside and said, "I won't do your show anymore." if you're going to continuously drag, drag stuff up to make issues and have me respond to them, because I will respond. I don't dodge questions. Um, when he brought up the Mike Tomlin thing, uh, where I call him a cheerleader, I've also said, hey, you know what? Um, I, I have never met Mike Tomlin, and... My reference was as much to a point to when he walked out on the field against the Ravens on a uh, punt return and forced the, re- the return guy out into the middle and then made the sack. And, and uh, I've asked a lot of questions about Mike Tomlin, and he's a defensive guy. What does he coach? What does he do? Uh, it's, you know, uh, there's a lot of things I don't know about him. I asked Jay Glazer to put me in touch with him. Gave me his phone number. I left him a message. He didn't call me back. No big deal. A lot of people don't call me back or anybody in my business back. Other, The only issue with Mike Tomlin was me calling the mature leader, which ticked him off. Fine. Fine. It made him mad. Fine. I said it. I own up to it. Um, and we move on. Um, it... Uh, it was just, it was my reaction. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, it was the own reporters in Pittsburgh and uh, the news media that came to me when Ben first came into Pittsburgh and they said, he rides motorcycles. Would you look into the camera and tell Ben to park the bike? So I did. I looked into the camera and Jerry Bradshaw, funny, crazy, you know, uh, entertaining way, said park the bike. All right. So therefore... Uh, that started it. Then he had the wreck. That started it. Then he had the uh, suspension, and I responded strongly against the suspension because I have three daughters. Okay, who wouldn't respond? You got to be an idiot uh, to sit here and go, "Well, Ben didn't need this." Fine, I didn't judge him. I didn't put him in on trial. I didn't execute him. I didn't send him to prison. Uh, I gave a strong opinion. That's what I am paid to do. Uh, you don't like it, fine. I don't care. Well, no, that's not true. I do care. I do care how you feel about me. It's just that if I am going to be paid and to be respected, I have to give an honest answer. I can't always be the likable guy. You can't do that and be in television or do print media. Uh, people know me, know I have an opinion. I have an opinion. I will give you the answer that I am feeling. Now, you don't agree with it. Don't write that I'm wrong because that opinion of, that I gave you doesn't follow uh, suit with yours. And that's what a lot of people do. 
they they when I give an opinion, I'm wrong. How can I be wrong when it's my opinion? Okay? So the thing with Roethlisberger is strictly based on those three issues. Also, Fox came to me and said, we would like to sit you and Ben down before the Super Bowl against Green Bay and have y'all work out your differences. I'm like, well, I don't have any differences with Ben. It's just like you just said, buddy. You don't, you have problems with Ben. No, I don't. I don't have problems with Ben. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. I'd be a fool not to think that. He's incredible. Uh, one of the best I've ever seen. He's so unique. I mean, I could go on. I could just do superlatives till I'm blue in the face. He deserves all my praise and respect, and I give him that when it comes to football. My issues – well, let me finish up. I go into the Super Bowl. I sit down with Ben. I did all the talking. He didn't want to be there. I could tell he didn't want anything to do with me. I tried to say, hey, we're the, we're the Steeler family. We're, you know, da-da-da-da-da. We shook hands. Ben went outside. The reporters came back to me and said – Ben came out, and they all said, hey, how'd it go with Terry? He said, well, he calls me Mr. Bradshaw, which, I, you know, fine. Uh, he didn't have – he realized he didn't have all his facts straight. He didn't get all – he didn't have his facts about that. So I went, okay, whatever, yeah. Uh, then when I went to see him uh, night in a, in a game we were doing in Pittsburgh, I went up to him, and he said, Mr. Bradshaw, and I found that to be, you know, okay, I get it. Not a problem then, yeah. And uh, so I moved on. Do I want to hang out with Ben? No. Tom Brady? No. Drew Brees? No. Uh, Philip Rivers, I would be interested in because I think he's someone more like me. Um, we all pull, we all pick our friends, and that's where we, and you can tell my friends are, are number one, they're strong in their faith, and they love horses, dogs, cattle, and uh, or I have a working relationship with with them, such as I have with you, buddy. And we we bond, we click, we have fun together. So I don't have that many, but to bring up the Tomlin thing, and then to bring up the Ben thing is that every time I repeat what I said before that got me in trouble, it's put back out on the uh, airways, and here we go again. And so that's the reason uh, you just brought it up, because it's been out there again, and it's old news. It is not new news. It is old news, and you can't undo what you say. Words are in Words are out there, they're spoken, and they are, they are written down, they are captured and for the evolution of time. <laughs> it's not going away. Now, your feelings may change, and the pain may go away, or the, or the admiration, or the love, or whatever. It may dissolve, but still have the words. And I think that's why things, are, that's why things carry on, and carry on, and carry on, and carry on. Is because it's in print, and I don't deny. I don't know what's in print. I haven't read what's in print. It's just that people like Buddy Martin and Colin Coward, you guys keep bringing it up because let's stir it up again. You know, let's get something going. And then 
You know, buddy, I'm going to answer your question. You know that. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And by not sugarcoating things or what they say being politically correct, I'm not going to be politi- politically correct. I can't stand it. You know damn well when people are lying to you. You know that. You know when you ask a question, and you, every time I do an interview with a player, it is like the biggest waste of my time. Because you can't ask them questions you want to ask them. Number one, you're not going to get an answer. Number two, uh, it's always going to be, we got to play good in all three phases. If I hear that one more time, I'm going to throw up. Uh, you're not going to get an answer. And I don't blame those players. I don't blame them for not answering the questions. I don't blame them at all. And that's the nature of the business, and that's the way it is, and I accept it. But after a while, you know, I don't go to Pittsburgh. I don't live in Pittsburgh. And I, and I'm, for some reason, I am constantly in the papers up there about something I said. You know. So well, because you speak you your struck, mind. You just, you just mm-hmm. struck a nerve with me because I'm I tired did. of it. Yeah. But you know yeah, what? I'm Here's what I want. Here's what I was really going with. And, and by the way, oh, I, I do apologize. No, 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 no. I wanted you to say what you felt in that sky. And you know me, I've always believed that, that you, you should state your opinion. I always tried to encourage you to do that because you have some good opinions and you're honest. But here's what, where I was going with it. Maybe I misstated it when I said you had a problem with Ben. Actually, Ben has a problem with Ben. And this is what I was getting to when Colin Cowherd was part of that. And <clears throat> Colin Cowherd and, and now and others have called Ben a liar for what he said about the spike, the so-called spike in the game, a tremendous football game, by the way. I mean, it was crazy. That's what I want to see more of, obviously. We know the play, the controversial catch, no catch, and then then all Ben's got to do is spike the ball and kick the field goal, and whoever told him, whatever they told him, he didn't spike the ball. He went for – for you know, for the for the touchdown, right. and of course we know the result. Intercepted, game over. Now, when it was over, people questioned Ben about why did he change his mind, and he made some account about well, Todd told me uh, to forget the spike and whatever, and then it was unclear whether Todd told him or didn't tell him. And now people like Colin Cowherd and others are saying that Ben lied about it. I, I don't know if he did or not. That's the context I was bringing it up because he's in the news again, oh. not related to you, not because of oh. you. So it well, just, then. yeah. Okay, fine. I, yeah, I, I apologize then for going off on an old, on an old, on old news because I just had this conversation with Colin Sunday, and I have been promoting a movie and Better Late Than Ever a TV mm-hmm. show, and I have not had time. Yeah, um, like I normally do when I'm home, you know, yeah. five days a week. So I had I, I apologize, buddy. I, it's all right. I thought you were going back there, oh. and you're you're my dear dear friend, and I and I'll get in your face too, and you know I will. That's okay. That was good stuff, by the way. I liked it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks. It'll make a great I, program. Now I wasted. <laughs> I just wasted five minutes. So I don't know. Okay, yeah. to answer your question, I didn't know that Ben said. I didn't. I. They had done that before where they fake the spike and throw a touchdown pass. Right. But the touchdown pass is to the outside, not Mm, to the inside. Mm -hmm. When you bring, when you're on the two yard line and you're trying to throw a crossing route from the two yard line, and he was only probably two and two, two yards 
three yards max behind the line of scrimmage. I don't think he was that. I think he took one step and faked the spike, and it was mm-hmm. the the effort to fake the ball to spike it was not a real good, you know, really a good fake. Not very. It was convincing. just a little dip, mm-hmm. and then he came up and fired the football. Mm-hmm. But normally. You would not throw the football back to the inside because why? That's where everybody is. Everybody is on the inside. I mean, I'm not being critical of Ben. Ben said that they told him to do it. Uh, well, that's unclear. Has, that's it, unclear, but that's what he said. He said, yeah. uh, you know, you know what he said. He, I believe he said when Todd was told me to wave it off, but it wasn't time to wave it off and whatever. It, it looked like, and again, I don't know the story, it looked like he just decided to do it regardless on his own, which I'd have the, got a problem with, by the way. If that's his, if that he thinks he's I, got a chance to win oh, the game, then go do it, right? Yeah, I don't have a, no, I don't have a problem. With, I agree with you. I don't have a problem with that at all. Here's the problem, though. The problem is make sure you got it. That, n- number one, you don't have to score a touchdown. At least rule of thumb is as a quarterback, well, this is how I was taught back in the helmet days. When you're inside, say, the 15-yard uh, line, 10-yard line especially, you got to be a, you've got to be careful with the football because at least let's have a – field goal attempt not you know let's have an attempt let's give ourselves a chance to make some points so let's don't listen i threw more interceptions than anybody so i'm you know i'm like preaching to the excuse me preaching to the choir here but look um it's okay to take a spike and it's okay it's okay to throw the football just make sure the guy you're throwing to is open um number one Number two, if he's not, just throw it out, throw it out of the end zone, and you've got time to kick the field goal. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with what Ben did. the The problem was he went on and executed the pass, and and like I told you just now, way too many people on the inside. Uh, the ball was actually batted from the backside. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right, because you're in the goal line, and they knew the they had practiced that play. New England had. They had seen it before. So when they were called under defensive signals, you can rest assured. The one thing was, you know, probably someone said maybe, you know, you heard them after the game talk about they'd seen that on film. They knew about that. Their coaches had told them about it. So defensive players know that the one thing down there is, hey, if he takes a spike, we've got to stay in our coverage. we got to do this, do that. Let's don't be fooled. Let's play the coverage. Uh, so when he made a half-hearted attempt at five minutes, he didn't fool anybody. And then the crossing route from two yard line, there's just no room, Jack. You know, there's just no room to throw it in there. The the receiver needed to be wider or he needed to be in tight so he could have thrown a fade route to the outside. And I would have preferred a fade route because I could at least see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're throwing inside, and I've thrown the interceptions. The last pass I threw at Three River Stadium. I rolled to the right against San Diego in the playoff game and threw an interception that cost us the victory. Now, we needed a touchdown, not a field goal. And I saw I, I saw Jim Smith throw his hand up, and I fired it to him. The guy came from the backside and picked it off. Uh, not a good memory. So I, I, I know what it's like to be inside that 10-yard line. It's fast and furious. And unfortunately, you got to, you know, you got to fess up to it. 
And as you say, the people are in the middle, and they're out on the outside. That's where you want to go. Everybody's in the middle because Mm -hmm. it's a tight formation. Mm -hmm. I'd have to go back and see the play. I don't know how far out the the, uh, flanker was. Uh, Would be out five yards, seven yards. But if he was, whatever he was, I would prefer fake spike fade. Because on a fade route, you've got three options. Number one, he has to step on the corner to the outside, therefore throw the fade. Number two, they're even, and he is to the inside. If he's to the inside, then you can throw it. You can throw it um, to the outside or throw it away. Because if he's on the inside shoulder of the receiver, all right, he can reach his hand around and knock it down, and and you you can't pull him to the inside because the defender's on the inside. So the inside shoulder is the worst scenario. If they're even. Now you can stop and do the back shoulder throw. Gotcha. So the quarterback and the receiver work on this probably every week, all year long. The three scenarios you have on a fade route, which is called a fade route. And uh, if you have a six-four receiver, you got, and you know in your scouting report that uh, Johnson is a uh, five, not five ten. Uh, then the, you have a fourth option of lobbing it up in the air and letting him go up and take it away. So. Mm-hmm. I preferred the back shoulder throw, or I preferred the fade by itself. I don't like to throw it to the outside because these corners are so quick and uh, it's such a fast pass. I mean, it's really fast. You saw, you saw when uh, Tom threw it to Gronkowski the other day. What a mismatch! Six foot five. Man, that's unfair. That's unfair. He was so. Oh, he was so wide open uh, for the two point conversion. So that's a great example of a fade route right there. He beat him so easily. It made it easy for Tom to just – the decision was made. And the decision to where to throw the football is strictly up to the quarterback. Yeah. All right, speaking of quarterbacks, in that particular game, we had another play that people are talking about. Obviously, when is a catch, not a catch. And we won't go into all the particulars. Obviously, it looked mm-hmm. like it was a touchdown. It was called back. That game had more right. ups and downs and right. backs and forth. I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm kind of at a point where – I said this the other day, and I think it's maybe I'm onto something here. That I get where you want to get it right, but in baseball, there's something called balls and strikes, and you can't ever replay balls and strikes. It's either a ball no. or a strike, and you, it is what it is at some point. In my opinion, am I wrong, Terry? Saying it was a catch, let it go. We don't need to look at it 15 times. In my opinion, when you threw that ball back in your day, that was a touchdown. Which is better? Right. Go ahead and make this saying. Uh, like the little nuances of HDTV that maybe, I mean, I'm a little bit over that. What about you? All right. <clears throat> the three scenarios that have been played on television were were um, the Cowboy, Des Bryant's touchdown right, catch. Right, that was a famous one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Johnson's catch with the Lions and then the catch the right, other day right. by James. All three were catches. All three were catches. Uh, of all three of those, the easiest to say was the catch was Johnson. He easily caught the ball and put his – he took a step and he put his hands down with the ball and the ball rolled out of his hands and they ruled that incomplete. It's a bad rule. Yeah. Catch it, secure it, and then he still maintains possession after he broke the line. I am absolutely agreeance with you on that. Uh, that should have been a touchdown the other night. And they needed to stop that rule. Yeah, really. And here's another thing, buddy, while I'm ranting. You are, I'm man. So you are a roll. I'm so tired of digital television, mm. high def, run it back with all these tape machines. That's why that's why our, our listeners 
minute you see a play, they can run it right back because they got so many tape machines. Boom, it's there. And they got it from every angle in the world. And they play it, and they play it, and they play it. Frame by, not frame by frame, dot by dot. Yeah, pixel so by pixel. A, <laughs> yes, it's a perfect. They're trying to have a perfect game. Yes. It'll, you know, and it's almost like that they're listening to Vegas. You know what? Yeah, good point. Good point. They're yes. listening to the here's the spread, and we and Ooh, Vegas is like putting that. so much money, yeah. so we got to live. You know, it's almost like that. I'm not. I'm not Great saying point. things are fixed or anything. I'm just saying. Doesn't it? Sometimes you wonder why do we have to have a perfect game? Absolutely, I agree with that. The greatest, yeah. the thing that made the Steeler Raider rivalry so great was the immaculate reception. Who touched it? Did he catch it? Yeah. And everybody blew up in an uproar. So every time the Steelers and the Raiders got mm. together, it was water on the field, grass is too long, <laughs> stick them on the ball. I mean, it was it was crazy. Uh, and But it made for an incredible viewing audience. And now we got perfect games, you know. And even when we see the replays, we're going – what? What do you mean? Yeah. That's that wasn't pass. Worst. Some of the worst officiating always comes on pass interference. Yeah. There's some bad calls out there. I mean, I'm back. Let's go back to the '70s. You know what? Let's go back. Fight I'm ready. I'm get, with you, brother. Fight Let's to do get it. off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Swing and slug these guys and get loose. Let's yeah. bring it back to what it was. <laughs> you know? WWE. Real football, not just you know stuff we're seeing today where everybody's running loose after five yards in the world and everybody's going for 5,000 yards and we're all ranting and raving how great they are. You know, let's get back to where it yeah. really used to be and what made the game great I and like get that. away from this perfect game, you know, yeah. perfect. Let's put them under a tent. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's hide the rest of Let's take that away and go to New York. Now let New York make it. Why is New York making the call? They aren't there. So that the guy on the, <clears throat> the guys on the field. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't want those reps. Well, the reps said, hey, look, that call was made by New York. It wasn't made by me. Why doesn't you. every quarterback, after a bad game, go into the press room and say, I didn't call those plays? <laughs> I hey, didn't call those plays. Hey, Terry, it's going to get down. Yes, it's going to get down to a jury trial. Pretty sure they're going to say, we're going to yeah. go to our 12-man right, jury. Gonna, was it a catch right. or not, no, right? No, no, no. Here's, here's what will happen. <laughs> Probably the Cleveland Browns will be the first team to file a ruling that says, <laughs> we're protesting all six, 16 of our losses. We think it was bad officiating. <laughs> no. Oh, God slap word. me. I've lost my mind. You have lost your mind. <laughs> hey, you remember your buddy John Madden? He wrote a book called, what was it, uh, One Knee Equals Two Feet? I could never quite understand that about the rule, about the yeah. being out of bounds. Now we're going to have right. to have a new one called um, – uh, which cheek was it? Have you after the catch, the catch in the oh, end zone, and what, which cheek was in and which cheek was out? And that was crazy too. Yeah, it, I, look, it's it's um, it's that time of year. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm being the Grinch today because I'm tired. Well, I mean, yeah, you're tired from all your movie stuff and all your it's things a, going well, on. You know what? It just you just get you know. Well, you feel better now. You now just... they're now they're talking about well, the Cowboys. How can the Cowboys make the playoffs? Yeah, who cares? I don't well, care. That's all we have I mean, left. The Lions and the Atlanta have to lose all their games, and such such has to win theirs, and they have to. 
look, who cares? Let's well, Terry, you do because you get paid. Fox, we'll have we'll have all the scenarios up Sunday. Oh yeah, we're going to go on Fox Sunday. We're going to yeah. go through the. Um, there you go. Touchdown catch. Was it a catch? Not a catch right. again. Right. Uh, we're going to do that. Uh, they're going to bring Mike Pereira over. Probably he's going to say he caught it, but he didn't complete the process. <laughs> you got so this I down. Guess the process. Eventually, going to take the process from having the ball in control and then you stop and then you get up and get back to the line, back into the huddle that completes the process. <laughs> oh my <God>. goodness. Well, <laughs> um, that, just yes. me out. <laughs> I believe you're laughing now when you first started, you're ready to beat me up. So I'm glad that, no, no, that no. worked out. Well, I thought you were going to, I was mad at you. You were, I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I can handle it. I, I've been answering that question. Yeah. I'm tired of answering it. You weren't going there at all. But I, I, I apologize, uh, but I think our listeners know that we're such good friends oh, that we have God. had heated discussions. Oh, before. We have over 30 years. We've been doing this. So wow. Exactly. Hey, let, let me do this uh, thing here right now. Uh, let's go ahead and get in this question. Uh, then we'll take a pause and start the radio broadcast and do just a little bit on that since we've done a tremendous. Uh, discussion of the rules, but I have a Q&A uh, here, which I will throw to you. Uh, in fact, I can do it now or I can do it in the radio broadcast. Which would you prefer? Oh, just fire away. All right. I'm on a roll, brother. All right. Here we go. Here's a couple. Number All one, right. uh, is Terry Bradshaw friends with Owen Wilson? This comes from Bubba. Bubba over at Crystal River wants to know that. And uh, by the way, I, I should mention that your movie coming out next week, I'm going to be there at the theater. I'm going to buy a ticket and go see it. Father Figures, you and J.K. Simmons and Ed Helms and so on and so forth. I've seen lots of trailers on it. But answering the question, are you friends with Owen Wilson? Uh, I have no comment. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <clears throat> uh, and didn't no, you tell... No, I am actually... No, 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 no. I am actually... Very good friends with uh, Owen. We uh, we go out. Uh, we've had dinner uh, two or three times. Uh, we're uh, I would say there's not a week goes by that we're that we're not texting one another. As a matter of fact, Ed Helms the same way. His wife's having a baby in April, and so we're in the process. You know, staying in touch with him. I'm actually really good friends with both. And J.K. Simmons the other day when we were doing all our press, mm -hmm. we became really good. So we're all in touch with one another. It's, good. it's nice to have all these guys as, as your friend. Yeah. And uh, Owen is really a blast. And, and so is Ed. Owen is, is really fun to be around. And as a matter, as, and as a matter of fact, we, uh, there's a project that uh, Owen is, and I are, are – going to be involved in and uh that's another another movie and uh so we're meeting uh when he gets back from hawaii after christmas and new year's we're going to meet and he and ed and i and, uh, start working out that and i might tell you hey buddy another thing i'm, I'm answering your question but also yeah um i just bought the movie rights to uh pepper rogers book have you read that book no Oh my God! I, you know this isn't time to. Pepper Rogers, the old coach, my the used to coach yeah. at Florida, was Funny. was Steve Spurrier's oh. quarterback coach. Did you know that? Yeah. Pepper oh. Rogers, yeah. So uh, really, that'll be interesting. I got it from a guy, and uh, I'm going to let um, uh, um, 
Henry Winkler wants to read it, so I'm going to let Henry read it. Mm. And we're going to see if there's if it's a TV movie or a movie movie. Um, it's funny. God, dog, it's funny. I just want to make sure it's funny to everybody else and not just me. You know what I mean? Well, listen, I'm going to read for the part. I want to be the old sports writer in it, okay? Make sure you get me a role okay. in there, will you? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. And and, and the, the second question regarding uh, regarding those movies is that uh, someone said they watched – this comes from Mary Jane in Gainesville – said, I yeah. saw Terry Bradshaw was on a red carpet. Was that for his movie Father Figures – uh, and what was that experience like? Uh, red carpet was, uh, well, I did two red carpets. I did Father Figures um, at the Chinese Theater, man, which is cool because if you'll go back and look at the old Errol, uh, all the old movies, I was going to mm-hmm. say Errol Flynn, but if you'll go back to Howard Hughes when he did um, uh, that big movie of his, Hell's Angels. Uh, we were walking in the same spot where that thing was. There were over, uh, I think, 50,000 people lining the streets uh, to go see to see the stars as they drove up. And we were right there for Father Figures. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. The other red carpet was, it was for uh, uh, Better Late Than Never. So uh, they're probably talking about the ones for Father Figures. Say, yeah. So, and the final question is, this 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 comes from somebody in your old neighborhood um, that uh, 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 out in Louisiana. I don't know Jack. Yeah. I don't think it's a Jack that we know. But Jack wants Jack to. Carlisle? I don't we know. know. It didn't just said Jack. I yeah. could have been Jack Carlisle. It said uh, Terry. How much longer are you planning to do Fox Sunday NFL NFL Sunday? And I hope you never quit, Jack. Well, Jack, thank you. Uh, I have no control over my future at Fox. I would like to work as long as I'm coherent. <laughs> that may <laughs> be about this afternoon. It could be over. You never know. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, at 69 years of age, I would like to think, I think, you know, I think all of us that love something so much, more, it's hard to give it up. But I'd like to be on this show like they do on 60 Minutes. I'd like to be there till it's right up to the bitter end. I just love doing this show. Love doing this show. But Fox may look and say, I have two years left on my contract. And they may say, all right, you know, uh, it's time to go young. And, and I, would, I would be fine. I, I would be sad, but I would certainly understand. I have nothing but fondest memories and the greatest uh, gratitude for Fox for putting me on that show, starting with David Hill, who made me the first hire, and then John and Pat Summerall, and then, so it was, uh, it's been 24 wonderful years, hopefully I, hopefully I can, can go, you know, five or six more years, and, and, and continue doing what I love doing, but you know, it's just, it's impossible to gauge that. You don't know what they're thinking because we just sold to Disney. Yeah. And, uh, but the Fox brand, the sports brand, except the regionals stays intact. In other words, FS1 and Fox and NASCAR baseball and, and football. We lost all our regional football stuff mm. and we keep the big 10. 
so we've given up 60, 50, 69 billion dollars worth of, of uh, years of, uh, of building an empire with Rupert Murdoch did. And now uh, we're down to Fox Sport. <laughs> Sport. Well, hey, listen, I mean, I'm going to tell you. And, and, the, and the news. I mean, news is Yeah, Fox, Fox News Channel is always going to be a different. Right. They don't, right. they don't mix and match well with Disney's philosophy. But nonetheless, here's what I want to say. Listen, you got, you've had a dream job, man. You had a great run. And here's the thing about it. People tell me all the, thing, all the time is you look like you have fun what you're doing. That's what they say most of all. There is this one final question from uh, from Father Johnson. That's all it says. Father, Father Johnson, Johnson yes. from Ocala. And just bear yeah. with me on this. He writes, right. "Does why does Terry always take off his clothes?" Question mark. <laughs> uh, is that referring to Father huh? Father Johnson? I came into this world bare. And I uh, more than likely will be laying on a platform while they fill me up with juice. I mean, I'm not, Father. I'm not totally naked. Ah. If uh, they did, if they didn't flash it, um, in the failure to launch, failure to launch. Uh, I can't tell you, but I was as close to being naked as you can be uh -huh. in um, in the. Better late than never. Yeah, I actually have have on oh uh, bikini colored oh uh, whatever. That must be what he's talking Under, about. Underwear. Then I guess I guess because you did I did see that and it looked like they blurred you out yeah, like you had I'm, no clothes never, on. Yeah, that must, Father I'm Johnson, never, forgive him. First of all, yeah, so. first of all, Father Johnson, uh, you're prohibited from appearing <laughs> naked. Um, <laughs> Father is you or you are? Oh, you mean you? Oh, okay. I get no. It. Yeah. Le legally, you can't. You can't be totally uh, naked. Okay. Uh, so I mean, uh, yeah, naked or naked? Uh, now, which one is that? Naked, naked whatever. No, no, no. I'm naked means you got now, your clothes and, off and you know, yeah, right. Maybe in 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 cable, you know. Yeah. Cable, I guess that's. I guess different, you could. But, uh, yeah. Network network television, you can't. Is that something happening in your kitchen in there? Is there an animal? Or... Well, my my granddaughter is in there loud. My oh, mother just walked in. Oh, go see your mama. Uh, you got to go see her uh, for she, sure. She's, she's staggering in here. <laughs> Give and, my uh, love to novice. And by the way, someone stuck her head in here and said, please tell Terry Merry Christmas from Joni. She wanted you to tell me uh, to know that. So the one, I, says, the one that I know. My jo mother doesn't realize I'm doing my radio show, so she's leaning <laughs> in just kissing on me. We're actually doing our uh, our podcast. We're going to do this open oh, for our radio yeah, show. I'm sorry. I'm, 